This Ring Scoops Retro on ringscoops.com. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Ring Scoops Retro here on ringscoops.com and anchor.fm slash ringscoops. I am your host, that Ring Scoops guy. And the concept of the show, real simple for those that are tuning in for the very first time, I take a match that took place anywhere in the annals of time prior to 2010 and under 30 minutes in duration. And uh, we do a watch along. I'll let you know where I'm watching it, how I'm watching it. I'll let you know if it's in the middle of an event. I'll let you know the timestamp. We'll count it down. I usually say three, two, one, play. When I say play, we, well, you guessed it, we hit play. And uh, this week, I'm doing, I, I like to experiment, as, as people probably know, or if they've followed uh, any of the stuff that I've done in the last 20 years. I like to experiment with things. Um, I tried to experiment with a couple of mics on the iPad, uh, different mics on the computer and whatnot. I'm doing something a little different right now. I'm actually trying to do everything all in one, all on the iPad, using the built-in mic, doing, uh, using the Anchor app to record as you know a widget over the WWE Network app. So that's how I'm going to be doing this week's podcast. Um, I don't know how the audio is going to pick up. I did a, a quick little test, played like you know ten seconds of a video, and recorded myself and. From that, it sounded okay, but we're going to see how, it, how this goes uh, for a whole episode here. If this works, it'd be great because I won't have to have any, any outside um, resources to do these uh, podcasts. I could just do it straight off the iPad, which means I could probably pump out a lot more because um, I won't need external mics or anything. Just use the built-in mic on the iPad, uh, use the Anchor app on top of the WWE app. And uh, we could just go. Uh, so anyway, without further ado, this week's match is uh, what I feel is one of, one of the most underrated matches of uh, 1998. <clears throat> 1998 is <laughs> I clear my throat here. Apologize for that. Um, it's uh, it's the opening match of fully loaded 1998, which took place on July 26th, uh, 1998, uh, between Val Venus and Jeff Jarrett. It's one of my favorite matches uh, of the year. Uh, I think it definitely flies under the radar on a lot of people. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe this was Val Venus's very first pay-per-view match. In his second pay-per-view match, he took on D'Lo Brown at SummerSlam for the uh, European Championship, which was a great match. And uh, you know, maybe we could do that match down the road too. But tonight we're going to do Val Venus versus Jeff Jarrett, Double J Jeff Jarrett. And one of uh, one of Jeff Jarrett's uh, final matches doing the "Ain't I Great" gimmick, uh, because it, it led into a program with X Pac leading into SummerSlam, where the loser had to get their head shaved, and uh, Jeff Jarrett got his head shaved and he aligned himself with uh, Southern Justice, formerly known as the Godwins, and that's when he started the uh, Jeff Jarrett that we know nowadays. But anyway. I'm watching this on the WWE Network, fully loaded, 1998, July 26, 98. The second matchup, um, it takes place, I'm, I'm paused right now at 3 minutes, 33 seconds. Val Venus versus Jeff Jarrett. 
Uh, again, fully loaded, 1998. Three minutes, 36 seconds. Um, the uh, little thumbnail, the screenshot that is paused at, uh, it's you know, it's a, a crowd shot with a lady holding up a sign saying, Rocky who? Um, so here we go. Without further ado, uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to start this thing. So I'm going to do the countdown. You guys ready? Here we go. Three, two, one, play. This is actually one of my favorite pay-per-views of the, of the whole year. I still remember it like it was yesterday. Begging and pleading with my parents to get this pay-per-view. I made a lot of promises about doing things around the house that summer, doing chores. I think I also made it a, a, a point to let them know that this was one of the first summers in a long time that I didn't have to do summer school, and maybe that warranted a reward. <laughs> And knowing the way that I was, considering that this was probably, yeah, about a week before my birthday, which is August 3rd, about a week, week and a half, I probably, knowing me, I probably worked that into the uh, quote-unquote negotiations on getting this pay-per-view that they can consider it an early birthday present. Which is funny, because if you were to compare Fully Loaded to SummerSlam that year, I mean, a lot of people would probably say SummerSlam was a better show. Just because of the name factor alone. But I actually enjoyed Fully Loaded better than the SummerSlam. I, I didn't get SummerSlam that year. But, you know, of course, I watched it back. But I got to say, I think Fully Loaded had a better card. Plus, I didn't really, you know, looking back, being a, a smarter fan than I was when I was um, 15. <laughs> um, I didn't really, you know, I didn't really care for the uh, face versus face Undertaker versus Steve Austin thing. And a lot of people have said afterwards that 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 should have been you know undertaker should have turned heel um i i've heard vince russo even saying you know that he tried to convince mcmahon uh to doing oh wait hey, there's southern justice there i guess he aligned with him earlier um but uh yeah you know vince russo said that it should have been heel taker versus you know face austin and uh vince wanted face versus face and it kind of fell on its back and uh not too long after that, an Undertaker did turn heel. So, Double J, Jeff Jarrett, ain't he great? I was always fascinated by Jeff Jarrett's gear. Like, does his top the upper portion of his gear does that represent like guitar strings or something or it was just very unorthodox I've never seen anybody before or after Jeff Jarrett have gear like that Southern Justice being kicked out if my buddy DA is listening to the podcast um, gotta give you your old uh Oh, hey, D.A., Tim White, referee, Kai and Tai. There's uh, Yamaguchi-san. Yeah. With Funaki, uh, Men's Tail, and, and uh, Dick Togo. 
That's right. This is um, about a what a week before the I'm gonna choppy choppy your pee pee off, dude. What, I never know that the Yamaguchi son was he got a Hideo Yomo, Hideo Nomo. That was his name, right? The pitcher from the Dodgers, late nineties. Hideo Nomo. Yamaguchi's, you know, he, he recently passed away, right, in the last year. Unfortunately. All right, here we go. This match uh, officially underway. Jeff Jarrett in the corner, Taunton. Val Venus was such a great character. I was, I was kind of interesting when he joined the uh, right to censor. A little nice... You know, turns. But he never fully recovered after that. Hamburger King. Yamaguchi calling Lawler Hamburger King. Look at them golden locks there at Jeff Jarrett. What a huge right hand there by Val Venus. Yeah, I, I, it's funny. I've watched this match countless times and for some reason I just never remembered Yamaguchi-san on commentary ooh back elbow there by Jeff Jarrett you know I, I gotta look on YouTube and see if uh, anybody's got any footage of Val Venus um, down in Mexico you know I guess he uh, he worked the gimmick called Steel before he got signed to the WWE but I've never seen this footage of his, uh, his run in Mexico. I would love to see that footage. Kind of makes you wonder, too, like, you know, if, uh, what kind of matchups he's had down there in Mexico. You know, Val Venus versus uh, Abismo Negro, perhaps. Cybernetico. Pitarol. Look at Jeff Jarrett here. Ooh, stun gun. What, did Jair call that a slingshot? Nothing on busting Jair's chops. You know, I'm, I'm, I know what it is to, to be like in the heat of commentary and you call the wrong move once in a while. No one's perfect behind the mic. Side rushing leg sweep there by Val Venus. And Val now. Ooh, the big Val Boski. The big Valboski is like a Rubik's Cube. The harder, right, the longer you play with it, the harder it gets. That was one of my favorite Valvinus lines. Jeff Jarrett now trying to get the offense back on Valvinus. It's kind of funny. JR and I called the same, we called the same freaking thing at the same time. Almost word for word. Jeff Jarrett back up to a vertical base. Getting those knife edge chops there by Val Venus. Center of the ropes goes Jarrett. Jarrett now holding on to Val. He's got him up here. Power bomb. Oh, oh, man. Damn. That almost didn't end well. (laughs) 
Uh, Waller on the, at this time was great on the mic, and you got somebody like Yamaguchi son on the on the on the mic with him. This is golden stuff there. Valvina's clothesline over the top rope to the outside. And Tennessee Lee's on the outside. Oh, man. Yeah, Tennessee Lee was always funny to me. He has, like, such a short stint in the WWE. I, I, think the, I think the story was that he had a falling out in WCW, and they let him go. And he showed up here for, about, what, four or five months, if that. And then, uh, I guess when the, the whole debacle of WCW was, was squashed, he went right back to it. But it was always out of like out of nowhere. Always intrigued me that Jeff Jarrett, you know, being being the shooter, being the athlete, and then immediately he shows up on Raw without any story, no notice, nothing like that. His double J starts cutting promos again. He's got Tennessee Lee. Wow, what a DDT! You know what? I think that was the DDT that my buddy Tim back in high school studied to learn how to how to take a DDT. Because the camera angle and the way that Val Venus positioned himself, it was kind of easy to figure out how to do it. We used to do backyard wrestling way back in the day. We never did any of the crazy stuff that you would see, like, you know, the guys doing the news or those backyard wrestling tapes that came out to, to buy on TV. We focused a lot more on, like, cutting promos, telling stories, working on characters, that kind of stuff. We were chicken shits. We didn't put our bodies on the line to do anything. <laughs> we, we did a lot of the... The performance part of it, you know, character development. And to this day, I still take pride in us doing that. But I think the craziest move that anybody ever did in our backyard wrestling was probably doing a DDT. And me being as big as I was, I didn't bump for anybody. I didn't, I didn't do anything. I think the craziest thing I ever did, somebody, was probably uh, do a body slam. I like to joke around, though, once in a while when somebody asked me how I ended up in a wheelchair. I like to say, in backyard wrestling, I fell off the roof. You should see the look on their face. It's always a good one, though. Like, I remember one time we were in Covina. It was a stardom show, and before, beforehand, uh, it was me, uh, Bart Kapitsky that runs uh, AWS, and uh, Mondo Vega. And we were just hanging out, shooting shit, and Chelsea Diamond comes up, starts talking to us. And Mondo is talking about how it's been about a year since he'd been in that, that arena. And uh, Chelsea's like, well, why? Well, what happened? And uh, I cut him off, and I said, well, you know, we had a, a match a year before, and he put me in the wheelchair, and nobody's booked him since. Dude, you should have seen the look on Chelsea Diamond's face. She, Man, she leaned over. She gave me a big old hug and everything, man. And she was telling him. She got on the mondo and yelling at him. Bart had to turn around. He was laughing so freaking hard. It's good stuff. Jeff Jarrett off the top rope, crossbody. Holding on, hooking the leg, perhaps here with a two-can. Wow, Venus able to get that shoulder up off the mat. Yeah, it was a long two. This is a, a really good back-and-forth matchup here. Nice power slam there by Val uh, Venus. So Val is going to go for that money shot. Still to this day was just a oh, oh what a <laughs> what a weak ref bump. 
to this, like I was saying, to this day, I'm still amazed that they even called that move the money shot as Tennessee Lee getting involved here. Well, Jeff Jarrett now with Bob Venus suplex off the middle rope. That wasn't off the top, JR. That was the middle rope. Val was perched, sitting on the top. Uh-oh. There's a roll up there by Val. Ooh, two count. And Tennessee Lee up on the apron. Oh, look at this. Oh, waistline go behind Tennessee Lee now. A roll up by Val Venus. And that's it. One, two, three. What a great finish. That was so flawless. Yeah, he is wearing a Hideo Nomo. Number 16, L.A. Dodgers. That hat right there. I want to find a hat like that. Oh, what a really good matchup. Look at that. And didn't even have to hit the finishing. No money shot, no figure four, none of that. All right, I'm going to go ahead and stop it. That was... Uh, that's that's pretty much it for the match. He just cuts a promo afterwards, but still, uh, really good match. Um, I think to this day, still kind of you know it lives up to to my memory of, of it being a really solid match, especially being an opening match. Let me look at the card. What was the match after this? We had uh, D'Lo versus X Pac, then um, Scorpio and uh, Farouk versus Bradshaw and Terry Funk. Oh, I remember that. That was uh, in the back. They were interviewing Bradshaw and Terry Funk, and Terry said that was going to be his retirement match. And that look on Bradshaw's face was just insane. Then we got Vader versus Mark Henry. There was an update on the under. Oh, that's right. The whole night they teased that the Undertaker wasn't there yet. Uh, DOA versus LOD 2000. Then we had the uh, the dungeon match: Owen Hart versus Ken Shamrock. You know, one of the best Intercontinental matches of all time, Triple H versus The Rock. And uh, this was this was the strap match, wasn't it? I can't remember if it was the strap match or if it was just a long 40-minute match. But that match most likely would never be here on Retro because of how long it is. Undertaker finally arrives. The Rock talks about his match. Uh, Dustin Ronald's praise. Oh, the bikini contest, Sable and Jackie. Uh, then we got the main event, Kane of Mankind versus Undertaker and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Really solid uh, event here. If you guys want to, you know, if you guys want to check out a cool wrestling event that has a lot of really good matches, uh, good storytelling throughout the whole thing. Fully loaded, 98, definitely gets two thumbs up from me. Good, solid event overall. All right, that about does it for Ring Scoops Retro this week, ladies and gentlemen. I, I want to thank you all for tuning in. Uh, don't forget you can check out Ring Scoops on social media. Twitter and Instagram at ringscoops, facebook.com slash ringscoops, uh, twitch.tv slash ringscoops, youtube.com, no, no, wait, twitch.tv slash ringscoops guy. I keep forgetting about that. Or just twitch.ringscoops.com. Um, ProWrestlingTees.com slash ringscoops. And uh, I think that's it for the plugs, huh? All right, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, I'm that ringscoops guy. Saying thank you, good night, and be cool.